everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Hey everyone, this is Tara, the producer. This is part two in a series that we're doing on homeschooling. Continue to listen in to Amanda and Susan as they continue talking about Amanda's homeschool journey, along with some advice she has for families who might be considering homeschooling. Welcome everyone to our podcast for the sake of the child. My name is Susan Sellers. I'm the spouse of an active duty service member, parent of three military kids, master parent-to-parent educator, and now podcast host of the Military Child Education Coalition. Joining me today is Amanda Harris to discuss her experiences with homeschooling. So for families who are considering, you know, the route of homeschooling, what advice would you like to share? I would say that you need to definitely reach out to different people in, in your area and, and kind of do the research as to what, is, what type of homeschooling style is the best style for you and your family. And I would, come, I would suggest that you come up with a reason for why you are choosing to homeschool. Uh, for us, we decided to homeschool because we wanted more freedom and flexibility with our schedule. Uh, that's the big reason. And we wanted to also build a team within our family. We wanted everybody to work together and have deeper relationships versus more individual relationships. Or more just, we didn't want everybody to feel like an individual in our family. We wanted to come together and be a, a more tight-knit. And when I have bad days, and we have them, we have days that are just, when I think to myself at 9 o'clock in the morning, I could have put him on the bus at 6.30, and I wouldn't have to see him again until 4. I have those thoughts. But then, maybe 30 or 45 minutes later, I see my two little children playing together, and they're working together, and these are two that fight a lot because they're the two littles. But then I see them building something with Legos, and I think to myself, this, this is why we homeschool, because their relationship is getting stronger. And when my husband comes home from a deployment and it's the middle of a traditional school year, when you really couldn't take a vacation because you would have to pull your kids out of school for a week, when we get to go on a vacation and spend time with Chris and as a family like, this is why we homeschool, because I want to be able to spend time with my husband when he's home and not have to worry about juggling multiple different schedules around his schedule that's already crazy. So your reason for homeschooling has to be deeper than just the fact that you don't like standardized testing or you don't like the fact that your kid, your kid has to stand, sit in a desk all day long. It has to be a deep reason, because there's going to be days when it's hard. 
really hard. And you're going to just want to throw that towel on. And you have to think back, why did you start this journey? Why did you start this journey? And also remember that it's not an indefinite decision, right? I, I suggest that you give yourself two years in the beginning, two solid years, because that first year is going to be really hard. So many different changes. But year number two will be a better will give you a better idea as to what homeschooling is really like. And at the end of year two, think about is this a good fit for our family? Does it fit the reasons why does it meet the reasons why we decided to homeschool? You know, for us, flexibility and time with our schedule, growing closer together as a family, better deeper relationships within our family. Are we still meeting those goals? And, and if we are, then let's move forward with another year of homeschooling. And remember that maybe it doesn't work for all of your kids. I know lots of families who have who homeschool most of their kids, and maybe one kid goes to school because there's a, you know, for whatever reason, that child doesn't thrive at home, but he, he or she thrives in a school setting. And there are lots of different types of curriculum. You can always change what doesn't work. You know, we've, when I was working with my kindergartner, I had never taught a child how to read. I didn't teach that great. I taught third, fourth, fifth, and above. So I've never taught a kid how to read. And they don't teach you that in college. So um, I want to go to school specifically for that. So I was struggling because he's not a reader. He was very much brain, loves to build, you know, super bright mechanically, but when it came to reading, he just was like, it was all foreign words all the time. And I had to go through multiple different curriculums to find the one that worked best for him. And I had the guidance of, with, our, with the curriculum I chose, I'm actually enrolled in a school, in a sense. It's like a homeschool school. So I have a, an advisor who helps me pick the curriculum for my children based on their academic level and, and, and how, what their strengths and weaknesses are. And we meet on the phone a couple times throughout the year to assess how the year is going and make changes as needed. This is huge and helpful, and I honestly feel like it's like the biggest, one of the biggest reasons why I'm still feeling good about homeschooling because I'm not doing it completely on my own. They also keep track of all of your records. So you submit your um, – as your child gets into high school, all your transcripts are, they, they do your transcript for you. Um, they grade a lot of assessments so that I'm not the only person who's doing their work. There's other people that are also seeing their work and giving them grades. Um, all right, so that, just knowing that there's different curriculums to choose from and that you're not locked into one and that you, as a benefit of homeschooling, you get to meet your child where they're at and, be, and watch them grow as they begin to learn. Um, you get to see them progressing and, and to see them with those little milestones, things I think we don't get to see necessarily when our kids are going to school in a traditional setting. We're not always aware of where they're weak or where they're strong. And your kids can't hide from you either. My nine-year-old who's one that was slow to start reading He's the type of kid who could totally just blend into a classroom and very easily just kind of be forgotten. He can't be forgotten in the homeschool class of four kids. 
<laughs> you know, like you're I'm like, up. Oh, give me your answer. I need to know why do you think this is what you think. Make sure you have a group of women that are like your support group, a group of ladies that also have been homeschooling. Um, I have probably two or three key mentors that live locally to me. Some of them were military um, and some of them are not, that just were sounding boards. When I was going through something that was really tough with a kid, I could go to them and I could ask for a suggestion because they've already done it and they've already been there. Or maybe it was just an opportunity to get together and have coffee while our kids played at the playground. Just to know that I'm not in this alone and that there's other women here that can help and support me. And then talking about everybody, another question people ask me is, when you homeschool, you've given up your time. How do you have time for yourself? How do you have me time? And that was a big reason why I didn't want to start homeschooling because I, you know, eight years ago, because I was like, I've got to have me time. But then I never, I felt like I took for granted the me time I was getting. And whenever the kids would come back, I was kind of like, oh, you just interrupted my me time. Like, I wasn't thankful for the me time I was getting. And I knew that that was not the response I should be having. When my kids, when I saw my kids again, I should have been excited to see my kids. And so for me, homeschooling was another way that I could develop a deeper relationship with my children. And when I get my me time, it's quality. It doesn't matter how, uh, the amount of time, like whether it's a short period of time or a long period of time, I cherish it. Like I really, really, like that is important. And I, and as a homeschooling mom, you have to get creative with it. In the beginning, I would have to maybe get a babysitter for my older kids or use a drop-in daycare, and I would go and get my hair cut, or I would, you know, maybe go grab lunch with a friend or go get a coffee. And now I have older kids. I have a 13-year-old, and he's able to help watch the 9-year-old and the 5-year-old. And I also make time in the morning. So I get up early before my kids wake up, and I have cup of coffee by myself and I do a devotional or just kind of have some time in the house that's quiet before everybody else goes gets up and and gets wild and crazy and to me these are key like we've got to put our oxygen mask on first before we can help anybody else so as a homeschooling mom it's even more important that you have designated time built into your schedule that's just for you so I think that's the some of the pieces of advice And, and I guess Realize that you don't have to do it all. We talk about, I have four children now. When we started, we only had three, and one was a baby, and then we've added one more child. And I realized when my third child was turning two and I was pregnant with number four, that my two-year-old needed to go somewhere else while I was schooling because he needed my attention, and I couldn't give it to him because I was schooling. So I looked for opportunities for, you know, I was, we were able to find a preschool that was affordable or a mom's running out that was affordable that he could go and do all the fun, crafty things that preschoolers and toddlers want to do that aren't really an area of interest in. I don't like that kind of stuff. So that's not fun for me. And I knew that. And so I was like, I have to put them somewhere else. My preschoolers, I outsource preschool. So that I have a couple of hours of dedicated time to work with my older kids. But there's other families that they don't mind having their preschoolers around. They don't mind the messy, the crazy kind of chaos that happens with preschoolers while you're homeschooling. And that's totally fine, too. But for me, I learned early on that that wasn't a good option for us. 
So that is helpful. And then also, you know, that's also just I like that it gives me a couple days a week where I can just dive in deep with my older kids and without any interruption. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story. I just truly appreciate your candid perspective on homeschooling. Well, thank you. It was fun. I hope that the listeners are going to be able to get some good tips and advice and that maybe there's somebody out there who listened to it and, like, been on the fence. And after hearing this podcast, you're like, you know what? I think I'm ready to make the change. Well, I think you definitely gave them a lot to think about. And I do want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. Be sure to follow us so that you have access to our podcast first. You can also leave a comment or like a particular episode. We're always on the lookout for new topics and ideas. And I just want to wish everybody a great day. I also wanted to let you know about some webinars in our Parents Parent Program. There was one called Homeschooling in the Military Family, and that recording can be found on our website at www.militarychild.org backslash webinars. You can join for a live webinar coming up with the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, HSLDA, and that's coming up on March 25th at 12 Eastern Standard Time. And you can register for that by clicking down in the show notes or going to militarychild.org backslash slash webinars. Thank you all for joining us and make sure to come back next week. Have a wonderful week. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast for the sake of the child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military connected kids.